Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. My name's Bob D, and with me for this show are Colm Brown. Hello there. And our teammate Gabriel Cowbury. Hello there. It's been an exciting week in X-Wing. We've had the release of Wave 3, or at least some of it, and we've had some changes to hyperspace, which has proved a bit controversial. And we have a lot to look forward to over the coming weekends uh, with the new play options that are available. In terms of Wave 3, so far we have had the Infiltrator for the new CIS faction, and we've had the Republic's ARC-270 and the Jedi Eater Sprites. We've also had re-releases of the Imperial Striker and the Scum Z95, together with some nice shiny new dial covers. From what we hear, the rest of the wave is going to be turning up really soon. There are rumours that it's going to be reaching stores almost as soon as you can hear this podcast. But certainly by the end of next week, the whole lot is going to be available. So far, only being able to build with infiltrators, well, there's only one thing to do. I bought three of them and I played with them and they're great. More of that later. Before then, Colm, hyperspace. You actually like the format and it's got better. Well, debatable. It depends who you ask, I think. So uh, what they've done, basically, is they've added in new upgrades for the existing factions, as well as adding the new factions into hyperspace. And the reasoning for this is basically to give people with just the existing factions new things to play with in the hyperspace format, while everyone gets to play with the, the new factions. So just a quick run-through of what's been added. Rebels have got B-Wings and A-Wings, and some new Ewing pilots and some new crew. Empire has got the Interceptor and the Bomber and some new crew. Scum, Z95, part of the new releases. And the Star Viper. Uh, First Order hasn't gotten any new ships, unsurprisingly, but they've gotten biohexacrypt codes made um, hyperspace legal, which is a good upgrade. I think you'll see that a bit. And there'll just be some generic upgrades like barrage rockets, jamming beam, tractor beam. So yeah, a lot of new options suddenly added into the mix. I think there's a few standout things that's going to you'll immediately start seeing on tables. Barrage rockets, right? Barrage rockets and Jonas. You'll see Jonas bomber swarms for sure. If you ever fly against me anytime soon, you will see an A-Wing on the table. I'm going to put a Phoenix Squadron into all of my lists. First ship. And then you're going to put all the other ships in and take the Phoenix Squadron out and have a proper list. No. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Uh, The Phoenix Squadron is... Genuinely, every Rebel list I will write from now on will have a Phoenix Squadron going first. I think they're super good for 30-point blockers. They're great little control pieces. I do like 30-point balloons. <laughs> Harsh. Cool. <laughs> they do things. Other things you'll see, I think, uh, Guri. Yeah. Advanced Sensors Guri was popular before and will be good again. So you can fit in... For about 185 points, you can have Advanced Sensor Gurries and uh, Ham Gunner Boba, which was is, good before and will be good again, I think. Is there any point bidding at 185? Bearing in mind it's hyperspace, and if anyone's taken an ace, it's probably going to be a, P- a six ace. I mean, that's true. Mm. Yeah, you can fit in Perceptive Copilot or other tricks and shenanigans. It's true. I just think in terms of Gurry, if she's... There will be fives about, like triple T-70 aces. Yeah. Elo and Yen are at five. A lot of the new Jedi are fives. Well, you'll see them about, so Guri does like moving last if she can. But no, it's a fair point. You'll, you'll see some experimentation. Uh, other things you'll see, Soontir. Yeah. 52 oh. points for the I-6 Interceptor. You'll see Is he not dead? Did, not, did we not kill him? 
I mean, a, a sneeze in the right direction will kill him. Well, that's good. It's that's hard good. to get that right direction. Well, but until then, you've got the negative play experience of just remembering what it was like in first edition to play against Sunter. That's a treat for new players. You don't have to remember. Oh, and don't bring it up with players. Bob when he's had a few drinks. You new new players, it. just be grateful you never played against old Sunter. That was as much fun as a not very much fun thing at all. So this has been a little bit controversial. Uh, a lot of people quite like the idea of the hyperspace seasons just being consistent all the way through each window. So you got to practice all your lists. You got to, you know, have this kind of consistent experience. You knew what you're up against. So just all of a sudden throwing this spanner in the works the weekend before you go to your hyperspace trial has maybe thrown a lot of people off their, their footing. I, I don't necessarily think it's it's a problem from a competitiveness point of view. I do think it's it's a bit of an issue for allowing the meta to settle. True, I mean, we, true. We, We're still solving the 5Y meta. Nobody saw Lee Whittam turning up and winning with three uh, resistance aces. Mm. No, that's fair. That's fair. And, and I just feel that, that they're, they're making the crossword bigger before we've, we've filled in all the answers. No, that's true. I can I can see that argument. Um, personally as well, I'm a little bit disappointed. I think generally I like the changes. I like having those few little extra options. But things like Soontir coming into hyperspace kind of dilutes the fact that Anakin is in hyperspace. You know, yeah. it's like these things that we've played with before are all of a sudden in this format where you could be having these exciting new ships no one's ever touched before. And then there's this old stuff coming back in. And like, you know, Soontir, I think he's very strong. I mean, in my opinion, he's better than any of the, any of the Jedi, probably. So, yeah, a little bit disappointing in that regard. And I think as well, a lot of people fairly pointed out is that FFG said, you know, the points increase is going to happen every six months. Here's the hyperspace windows. The Upsilon points change was a one-off. And although no points have changed, this is a big, big change in other ways. So I think people are fairly a bit miffed that they don't know what's going on. I do, I do feel sad happily I've never met this guy but I do feel sad for the, the guy who inevitably spent the weekend working out exactly what to do against Triple Upsilon only to discover a couple of days later that he was never going to see it again yeah yeah I mean that seems really harsh I get why they've done it I understand it's probably good for the game but if we're going to have these uh, ad hoc changes with no notice it's kind of undermines efforts that players want to make to get prepped and ready and to spend their time at the club readying their, their squads to deal with particular threats which takes something away from the game for me and also the people who spend ages expecting that to be their list <laughs> well if you thought Triple Upsilon was going to be your list for a while then yeah I don't feel sorry for you that's no, a good point I'm, I'm with you on that <laughs> I'm with you on that but coming back to the, the new stuff it is really exciting to have the, the first new factions from the first three movies and there's some great looking ships. The new models look fantastic. I've played with them a little bit. Gabriel, have you, have you looked at any list building? I've looked into Triple Jedi mostly. I think you can fit a lot of different ships in, a lot of different Jedi. The one I like the most because it's thematic is Ahsoka Tano, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin. So proper master Padawan, Padawan of the Padawan type list. You've got actually quite a lot of points to play with once you get them all in. What do those three pilots come to in total? So in total with those three ships naked that comes to 160 points. Oh that's remarkably little actually. Yeah. You've got three heavy hitters there in terms of the, the character abilities. Yeah and again they can pop 
because they've only got four hull in total. But they've all got the force. Um, you've got eight force points in total there and 40 points to play with, which could include the 7B configuration, could include calibrated laser targeting. I think that's got potential. Yeah, it's all good. And what initiatives are they coming in at? Three, five, and six. Okay, so you've got a good spread. Mm. Uh, you, you've got something that probably wants a bid. Yeah, and what I was thinking there was maybe you put sense on Ahsoka as well to maybe kind of mitigate the fact that she's only PS3 or Initiative 3. And that's, again, you've still got 34 points to play with there with a decent bid maybe. What, what do you think about the, the pointing? Are they too expensive of themselves? I, I had looked at putting a couple of bills together. And when you start adding the configuration, the points really do start to, to rack up. I think they're a little bit dearer than we were expecting, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. At least more than I was expecting. I think it's, I wasn't necessarily expecting them to have that sliding scale based on initiative either, for stuff like calibrated laser targeting and the 7B. So it is a loss. I mean, it's still early days. I'm trying to figure it out. But personally, I'm really struggling to get lists with the high initiative Jedi in there and be happy with what else is in there. Mm. So like Anakin, if you give him the 7B, is 78 points with nothing else. Yeah. I mean, he's I6, he's got the force, he can do his boost barrel after his maneuver with, by spending a force. So like, he's definitely good, but it's just really the question of what else you can fit in with him. I've been uninspired, I have to say, by the torrents. You know, if you ever see anything other than the cheapest initiative generic torrent, well, I'll be very surprised. There's Z95s, aren't they? Well, I mean, they're Slightly a bit... Better they've got one hole and a worse dial. Okay. A, a definitely a worse dial. Okay. I mean, they've got the linked barrel into evade, which is okay, but they're definitely uninspiring. The arcs, on the other hand, 42 points for the cheapest generic is lower than I was expecting, for sure. Yeah. They seem a bargain. Yes. So I think you'll see a lot of arcs. And the, the arc pilots, like are a bit more of a standout than the Jedi for me. Like, Wolf seems good for 51 points. You don't really need to give him anything. Sinker is pretty good. You know, I think you'll definitely see a few Sinker Swarms. Yes. Well, I, I had a game uh, with Rob Gogatz. He was running Anakin and two of the arcs. And those things put out some punishment. Yeah. Yeah. It does. They take a lot of it as well. Just tons of health. Only one agility, but tons of health. I mean, the medium bases, they're not the most manoeuvrable things. So that kind of puts me off, like, oddball, the Initiative 5 one. It's going to be very hard to use his ability to, which is, if you do a red manoeuvre or a red action and have someone finish finish with someone in your bullseye, you get to take a target lock action. Um, I think with an arc, that is incredibly hard to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. super hard. Basically, you have to hope someone lands directly in front of you and you K-turn over them. Um, <laughs> but if the, if the chassis are cheap... True. Then you, yeah. you end up not paying a lot for the ability that goes with it. No, no, that's true. True. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll see arcs. I've qu- quite liked some of the cheaper Jedi. You know, I've not been able to make the the more expensive one work. So I've put Mace Windu in a lot of lists. Really? So if you, if you give him the seven B, because he's an, he's initiative four, he's got three force, which is more than most of them, and he gets a force back every time he does a red maneuver. And I think a lot of the best force pilot abilities are the ones that give you force back. Yes. Like that's why yeah. hate is good. Yeah. Luke is good because he just has this unlimited supply of force. Yeah. So Mace, he gets it back. I like that Gabriel mentioned Sense. Sense is just a super good upgrade. Yeah. It's just never had the right spot for it. Yeah. And I think with the Jedi now, I will definitely be looking at putting that in a lot of lists. Yeah. There's also the Jedi pilot that lets you spend a force to change 
a dial to a different manoeuvre of the same speed and difficulty. Yes. So you could change a too hard left to too hard right, for example, or a two bank. And I think that is really good with sense. Like, even though pilots can be initiative four, you know exactly where your enemy's going. You can set up the perfect block, or you can set up the arc dodge. I think that's definitely worth experimenting with as a way of kind of mitigating the fact that the expensive ones are so expensive. Yeah. 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 I do think, though, that you've got actually quite a good chassis in terms of points with the Ether Sprite. I think everyone's feeling like they're over-costed over because of the fact that the Delta 7B config is. But actually, if you look at Anakin, he's 60 points, which is the same cost as Soon Tier with a shield upgrade. And on top of that, you've got three force, an arguably better ability, and a better stat line. Yeah. Well... Red dice are the most important thing in X-Wing. That's true. And they've only got two red dice. Yeah. I mean, Anakin, it is interesting. I've been thinking about if the base Aether Sprite can be okay without either the the two configs. And maybe, because they have the Force, Anakin can take a lock every turn and use the Force as an extra mod. So his two dice are quite accurate. Mm -hmm. So potentially, but more red dice equals good, generally, is how X-Wing goes. So, so you're going to take the, one, the extra red dice config? I think that, to me, is the obvious answer most of the time. So, yes. which doesn't isn't necessarily the same as the correct answer, but I think it is. Yeah, it to me is the most obviously good thing. But you have to make your points work, etc., etc. So you've been flying the Sith Infiltrator, you said. The Infiltrio. The Infiltrio. You see, see what it did there. It works. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, what I've uh, only tried them for for one game. Um, I overstretched with Doku and uh, caused myself some problems. But the uh, the list I was running was Count Dooku with the title and Darth Sidious and Darth Maul with Hate and just a basic Dark Courier with with no upgrades. So that came in at two hundred points. And the Dooku with title. And Darth Sidious is absolutely phenomenal. He's brilliant. Being what, able to, yeah. well, he's he's stealth. He's a big ship with stealth. With, well, how yeah. often did you find yourself cloaking? At the beginning of the game. Yeah. Okay. And then when I Once. uncloaked, and yeah. then when I recloaked and made Anakin work really hard to kill me. Mm, okay. Yeah. And were you using Chancellor Palpatine or Darth Sidious more? It was more Palpatine. Yeah. Palpatine was better. And and that was great actually. The ditch, throwing the stress around, yeah. Because you've got four four force on those things. So if you get shot two or three times, you can be dishing out two or three stress. Okay. Yeah. Fair. And and that's absolutely you, awesome. Do you? Is it worth putting hate on Dooku as well? Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Just because yeah. he keeps getting it back. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was more I was trying to spread the upgrades around to see how they worked. No fair. Um, were, you, were you impressed by the generic one with nothing on it? Not massively. I would trade him out for uh, a couple of um, vulture droids. How many points was that? Yeah, the basic dark curry with no upgrades is 53 points. All right, that's very interesting because that's very comparable to the arc, which is 42. Yeah. Why is that 53? Is that because it can't take scimitar? It's, yeah, I think it's got to be because of the options. And I suppose all the crew and stuff. Yeah. But still, that seems very expensive just it, in terms of stats. Yeah, it, it's dear for a one green dice, ten holland shield, three... Red ship, although the dial's brilliant. The dial is exceptionally good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for a big ship, the dial's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, and and it can really when you put the title on it, it can really hammer forward. 
I haven't done the math to see how it stacks up on the faster ship and X-wing malarkey, but it's got to be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. You know, you're opening up with a four forward effectively, which you're adding on to your five k. Yeah. It, and and a nine forward in one move, albeit it ends up stressing facing the other way. That's still amazing. No, definitely. I think it, yeah, it's cool. Ten if I, you count the double baseboard, I guess. I'm very impressed by by the infiltrator generally. Well, maybe not so much the generic, but Maul and Dooku are definitely cheaper yeah. than I thought they would be. Yeah, and, and Scimitar really... is definitely cheaper than I thought it would be. Yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on the Vulture droids and being able to try those out with the the fancy new bits and bats that they come with. Twenty points for the cheapest one. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. I didn't think they would go that low. So interesting. So you can get eight Vulture droids with energy shell charges and munitions fail safe for two hundred points. So that's, that's eight nice. three attack dice ships. Yeah. Will they survive long enough to fire that? I don't know. Well, <laughs> not all of them, but some of them will. I mean, it mm. sounds scary to me. Yeah. They've got a good dial as well. I was worried about the dial before it came out, just with the red banks. I thought, oh, this is a bit weird. But actually seeing it in person and how they move, I don't think it's that big a deal. Having the yeah. blue hard turns is good. They can go really fast. That's good. Yeah. Like I think they're... Yeah. I'll be... I, I, I'll be I, I, my wallet is screaming, basically. I can I can see them nudging Tie Swarms out if that's the sort of thing you want to do. I think Tie Swarm in a straight up. So the current Tie Swarms that are doing well against a Vulture Droid Swarm, I do think the Tie Swarm just rolls over it, just in terms of efficiency. Like you'll initiative kill so many of them, and you've got Iden, you've got three agility dice. I think really they'll fall down there. Okay. Yeah. Potentially. I mean, and the extra green is significant. Yeah, it's unreliable is. but useful. Yeah, that's Plus true. they only have that's calculates. True. Yeah, and calculate ain't as good as focus. No, not at all. No. But if so, they have network calculations, so they can share calculate tokens between them. But at the same time, like if you're spending it off one of them, then it can't spend its energy shell charges, and it's got mm. unmodified attacks, unmodified defense. Yeah, like it seems. Like I'm, I'm almost talking myself out of my excitement from earlier, but like, I think you really need to get them on the table. I think as well that they're you're not going to max out your eight ships on the vulture droids. I think you're going to have a lot of vulture droids and something cool. Yeah, I think like you, they need a tactical relay if you're going to fly a lot of vulture droids. Kraken yeah. gives them two calculates each, and that well, is up to, a up lot to more three. Can have two calculates. It's only three ships that works on. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, no, yeah. but, um, but no, I agree. I think the Belbalub, Bulbalub, Bulbasaur, whatever it's called, <laughs> is also surprisingly cheap to me. Like having the cheapest one be well under 40 points. It's 37, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So that's it's almost an X-Wing in stats. And it's got linked boost into Calculate. Yeah. Uh, barrel into Calculate. That seems pretty good to me. Yeah, for a decent mm. medium fighter. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, right. it's priced right. I mean, we'll need to see. Um, but you can fit some of those in with a tactical relay or a tactical relay and a bunch of vulture droids and an infiltrator. I think there's a lot of fun options there. Stuff is priced right and it's... Uh, yeah, my eye is getting drawn in that direction. Too right, too right. Well, well, we'll be getting all that stuff on the table somewhere over the weekend. Possibly going to see our friends at Rebel Base Gaming on Sunday. Fingers crossed. And we'll be back to talk about it next week, I hope. Yeah, first impressions. So, in the meantime, it's goodbye from me, Bob D. It's goodbye from Cole Brown. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from Gabriel Cowboy. Goodbye.
Those are Jedi fighters, all right. Get back to work. That nothing. Hey, you! You stupid little astro droid. Right, sorry, start again. Okay. From oh, is, it, is it now recording? Yeah, Every podcast does it. Yeah, we, we've finally done ours. That hasn't happened before. This is only about five minutes in also. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all my cutting off the top of my head remarks won't get the same chuckles they did before. It's a disaster. <laughs>